What's up, kickbackers? This is Sabrina with my girl Sharika and our brother EB, inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Kickback. Happy All Things Go USA, Go Everybody Black. I know that we are no longer in June, and Juneteenth is way past, but I remember last, last episode, oh my gosh. You know, I'm not even going to edit this part out, Sharika. Keep it in. <laughs> Keep it in. Uh, this is the real deal. This is the podcast. This is the kickback. And sometimes I stumble over my words. And I can't even blame the braces or the retainer anymore because those days are long behind me. But as I was trying to say, I uh, talked about how we would get into Juneteenth this episode. But of course, we'll talk about July 4th. Independence Day for everyone, because if we never had that one, we couldn't have had the second one. I would say that's true. Sharika, would you say that's true? Um, sure. Yeah, you're right. I guess that that is a way to look at it. There we go. So uh, happy red, white, and blue to all of you. I am excited <laughs> because uh, we're getting into the thick of things of sweet summer time. Sharika. Tell the people how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, wait, I was going to say, at the time of this recording, I will be on vacation. I will be, and will I, or will I be back? I don't know. Um, I'm great. I am great. I am, you know, I'm still in that get, you know, when you're just discombobulated because you're out of your routine. But I'm good. I'm happy my temp is um 73 um and my my song is will smith summer 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 time that's my song. yes that's such a good one <laughs> that's a throwback love it yeah i'll be with the old songs i don't know nothing new that's on the radio today yeah unless it's like so. i'm trying to think how do i get new music exactly great question Uh, i don't i think friends will suggest things i have Mm -hmm. a bad habit of like making playlists of stuff that i really like Mm -hmm. um and then like if there's an artist that i already follow then i'll check out like oh they're they have this new thing and Mm -hmm. like that or sometimes because you know i'm a spotify user uh sometimes with spotify it'll say like recommended additions to your playlist and I appreciate that because I know I'm a basic kind of girl and that I listen to the same things all the time <laughs> See, I know I'm not a Spotify girl I, I mean I go to Spotify for one um podcast that I listen to that's on Spotify that is the only thing I go to Spotify for but I am still a Pandora girl I still will go over to Pandora and put whoever and this may be how I can stumble on to some new music but not even really because sometimes I'll put old like old like Fred Hammond and Kirk Franklin I'm putting uh One Republic I'm putting stuff that I like so sometimes they will throw a new thing on there if it fits into the um it fits into the theme of the station that I'm listening to but most of the time it'd be my same old oldies and goodies on there that is hilarious. I forgot all about Pandora. No, I, I still be right <laughs> over there. 
on the Pandora. I have Apple Music college. too. Well, I'm in a house divided. I don't know why my husband won't get with the program. He's all about the Android. So Mine I had too, Apple girl. Music for the longest time. And then when I tran- transitioned in my career, I did I still have the Apple Music? I think I did for a little bit, but then it just made more sense for us to share Spotify. And it was just annoying because what I was paying for Apple Music and what he was paying for Spotify, it's like we could just add each other and it was easier for me to just switch to Spotify. So, yeah, but Pandora was what I used for like house gatherings. If I was having a dinner Mm. party, I would do that. But now I use Spotify for that, too. Yeah, I use Apple Music. Um, My husband is an Android user. But I think we, we know we use our Apple Music on our Alexa. Um, so Apple Music comes in there because it, it is compatible with Alexa. Um, and then I use it personally. Oh, girl, now Alexa's trying to listen in. Girl, we're not talking to you. Oh, Alexa, <laughs> not starting me on the AI path of like, should we be afraid? I don't know, but my phone will do that too. Like sometimes the Doug and I are like watching TV or having dinner and just having light conversation. The phone will like respond to something that we said and no one said, Hey Google, no one said, Hey Siri, it's mm-hmm. just listening. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's happening right now. Well, well I they say, say hey, it's Siri. always listening because yeah. they want, they got to hear the cues. So they'd be always listening. And my, my, um, my phone will do that. Sometimes my, if I have my ear pods in, It'll happen. Or even my watch sometimes will just be like talking to me. I'm like, girl, I'm not talking to you. Exactly. That's why at night, well, that's not the only reason. Um, Before I had to do this because work-life balance at my old job was crazy, like calls at 11.30 p.m. or whatever else. But I just got into the habit and I still do. So my phone goes on do not disturb at nine o'clock and it doesn't come off until I think it's seven or eight o'clock in the morning. But then on top of that, I'll put it on airplane mode. So like nothing's getting through. And I know I've had some criticisms like, what if someone's in a car accident? Da, 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 da. You know what? I'm not a doctor. There's nothing I can do. Well. The best thing for me to do is have good rest and come with a fresh head about things in the morning. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do. So I'm going to stick with that. I think I'm actually going to transition to the phone being outside of my room. I did that for a while. Then it was back in my room. But like if I get up in the middle of the night, which is rare, but if I get up to relieve myself, I used to like, oh, I'm just going to play this app really fast or whatever. And then like an hour or two passed by and I'm like, what the heck? I've oh no, girl. I told you this is why like people are like, Sprina, get on TikTok, get on Instagram. I'm like, Y'all don't know. I know the amount of self-control I have. It's the same reason I had to delete Candy Crush all those years ago. It got to the point where sometimes I like couldn't bend my thumb. Well, I could bend it, but I have to like crack the knuckles so hard because my thumbs were just so tired from all the things on my thumb. So I don't have whatever that thing is in you guys that says, hey, you've been on Instagram for 10, 15 minutes. Like I don't have that. I would be up there for like hours and lose my life, lose lose time. And I can't do that because my life is really good, which goes into my temp check. This is a long, a long temp check. I am great. West Palm Beach, 
let's go. My vibe, no shoes, no shirt, no problems. Doug and I said, we live in Florida. We need to get to the beach more. We don't live far from many beaches. Let's explore. So we said between June and July, we'll do one overnight trip at a beach and then we'll do one just day trip. So we got our overnight in West Palm. I love all the beaches in Florida, probably like the Sarasota, uh, Anna Marie Island is usually my favorite, but West Palm Beach is so beautiful. Oh, I've never been. I know. Well, I used to go there for work, but I would never really get to the beach because I would just mm -hmm. be there and then get out. And um, that was great because I got to fellowship with the young people there when I was doing the youth ministry. But I actually have a friend from North Carolina, the same friends that we went to the horse race with in Tampa, didn't even know they had horse racing until we went with them, which is great. They moved there. And you know how it is when your friends move away. You're always like, I'm going to come see you. Mm -hmm. And you never do. <laughs> like my <laughs> friends are North in North Carolina are lucky because my family lives there. So it's very easy for me to like, be like, oh yeah, I'll just, you know, make and my family, my sorority sisters, like I'm going to see those people. But if I had a friend who moved to like Montana, I'd be like, yeah, whenever I'm there, and then I probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm horrible. But um, we actually got to get out to West Palm for 4th of July weekend. 4th of July on a Tuesday is kind of a bummer because Doug and I both have to work Monday, but then Tuesday's off. So it's like, womp, womp. Let's yeah. just default it. But it's fine because we still got to enjoy all of that good time. And Doug's mom's birthday is on the 2nd. So I'm always like, Barb, you get fireworks for your birthday. That's so nice. So yeah, my vibe, Kenny Ch Chesney. Um, he says I've been up to my neck working six days a week. I rebuke that. I've only been working five. Okay, <laughs> wearing holes in the soles of my shoes on my feet. Been dreaming of getting away since I don't know. Ain't no better time than now. Well, he says for Mexico, but I'm not about that life right now. No shoes, no shirt, no problem. Blues, what blues? Hey, hey, I forgot them. The sun and the sand. And a water in my hand with no bottom, no shoes, no shirt, no problem. Of course, I said water because uh, alcohol, well, we've already talked about the taste. Not my not my cup of tea, <laughs> but I love a beach moment. Like we have a little beach tent and Doug and I, like you get in the water an hour or two pass by. We don't even notice it. Um, although I do set mm -hmm. a little timer because Doug, he gets burned before he tans. So we always reapply after about an hour or two, but then we love to get like the little smuckers, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, yes. and chips and just go and have one and just lay down, take a nap, get back in the water. Very Kenny Chesney. So it's sunny and 85 for me. That's my temp. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Like yeah, this felt this is officially like the summer vibes. Yeah, vacations are in. You're getting out there, getting into the sun. Oh, that's exciting. What do you think the summer anthem's going to be like? I feel like this is more so a thing when we were kids, especially kids who got to go to camp, because the summer anthem would become a part of like the camp opener for <laughs> welcoming day or like the closer or the song you don't want to hear at the dance but now as an adult I'm like I don't know I know one summer the anthem was um hot girl summer I can't even tell you how the song goes but that phrase I know it Me came either, from a girl. song with <laughs> I know it came from a song with Megan the Stallion so I'm like okay so what's the summer anthem why am I asking only you? thing I could think of is the one margarita 
Oh my gosh. And uh, I don't know, I don't, I just only know it from the podcast that I listen to because I'm, y'all know I'm not on the TikToks or the, is that it? Yeah, I think, no, is it TikTok? Yeah, it is TikTok. See, y'all, I'm old. So I'm not on TikTok. So I don't know, I, but I guess it's really popular on there. Yeah, I guess I'm not there either. I know about it because of a podcast I listen to. Uh, it's funny that I asked you what the summer anthem could be when you literally just told us you don't know new music. So <laughs> I went to the wrong person. EB could probably tell us we should like text him and like ask probably. him what he um, I think it, it will definitely either be a pop song. It's usually a pop song. I don't know why my head wants to go R&B, maybe because I just like R&B, but it's rarely mm. like an R&B song. It's probably either uh, either hip hop or pop. Yeah, you're right. Hip hop or pop. And yeah, R and B don't really have like some. Yeah, I don't. Well, think, summertime. I don't think summer would you consider that hip hop? Will Smith yeah. summertime? Yeah, that's hip hop. Okay, I didn't know if it was like because it's more smooth, slow. But I guess R and B is not so much. Song. Yeah, I think you're right. R and B. R&B, I'm thinking R&B season is winter because you want to be booed up. And yes. Up. Oh, that's my gosh. I love that's why fall is my favorite season, even though is, growing up by fall, any summer little crush or boo I had, it was over. Like <laughs> I, I, I knew at the beginning of the summer, I wasn't trying to take that into the school year because I had my school base to tend to. But okay. oh. <laughs> I love it so, so much. So yeah, uh, context for our listeners. The one Margarita song is there's is based off of this action that happened in real life where there is like a street preacher type of vibe lady and she was talking at a college campus. And I thought she was trying to tell them like, hey, if you drink, these certain things can happen to you. So you should be aware. But she was. But the crowd's response to her was hyping it up. So I think she was taking it as, oh, they're listening. Mm -hmm. And they were taking it like, give me more drinks. So she'd say something like, after one margarita, your partner might kiss you. After two margaritas, your partner might go all the way to third base. After four margaritas. And she kept going. It it gets a little um, not family friendly. So you just oh, real quick. <laughs> Do you use your own imagination of where she could go with that after how many drinks? But that is not what is going crazy on TikTok. There was another podcast that we love. And the host of that podcast was talking about the situation. And she was like, at this point, the lady was like making a song. And then her co-host challenged her to like make a little wrap up out of it. Y'all, she did. And it went crazy viral. And there's TikToks everywhere, which I cringe because TikTok seems like something for teenagers and I'm like that mm. song is like not appropriate not at, at all. all especially because the spirit of it is not the spirit of this street preacher the spirit of it is like yeah give them all the margaritas so we can just fall deep into this debauchery so <laughs> uh that actually might be the summer anthem Sharika another summer anthem which is surprising well, not really to me, because this was actually one of my favorite songs on her album, Lover, Taylor Swift. The first song on the album is called uh, Cruel Summer. No, it's not. It's I Forgot That You Existed. Then it's Cruel Summer. I Ooh, love I Cruel Summer. I've always Girl. heard that song, and I've always been like, 
why is this not a single? Why is this not a single? So we talked about her concert. We went there and she actually opened her concert with Cruel Summer. And I was like, yes, give Cruel Summer its due. Oh my Applause gosh. for this song. It's so good. And right now they are releasing it as a single and it's becoming hype again. And I'm glad. Oh, the really? World yes, it might be. I the feel good about that because I just like from the concert, I got into Cruel Summer and literally what day was it? It was Sunday this week. Maybe it was Saturday. Girl, I had that on repeat. I had Cruel Summer on repeat on this very past Saturday. And I I picked up a few new songs from the concert. And that is one of them. It's well, it was new so to me. At good. It captures that summer feeling. The bridge is amazing. It has like this rushing um, excitement and maturity to it with its pop bop. So I love that. And you know what, let's just coin that as the summer jam for 2023. I love it. I take it. I like it. I I love it. it. I want some more of it. (laughs) Uh, So Sharika, last year for Juneteenth, we made Mm -hmm. sure to be all about that life. We Mm -hmm. had a cookout. We wore our, um, I'm going to call it our Black Panther shirts, which that's just my Really ridiculous way to say, like, we were like our Af- dashikis. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. So we were those and we just talked black empowerment and those sort of things. This year, we were like, on to the next one. I'm ashamed of how I treated Juneteenth because I saw like the billboards in my town. They were advertising like, oh, we have this free concert and we have this thing. And I just. Really? Yeah. There's Girl, the one I'm right by our house. Thing. Yeah, I saw, well, I be tuned into like 813 fun things that are happening because I'm like, oh, is that like a date night? Is that like, you know, something I can do with friends? I think because mm. I don't want to blame work and I want to have take full responsibility and accountability for my own choices. But I will say my job does not have that day off. And part mm. of what I do is look at the comments because, you know, I'm in communications and someone, a coworker was like, I don't understand how we're celebrating Freedom Day, but we have to come to work. And I was like, word. Um, So I think Mm. maybe had I had it off, I would have been like, oh, I'm off. I need to really like you like make this worth it. It's like not going to church on Easter. You know, come on. You're at home. It's Sunday. You're going to go. So I'm like, Mm. maybe if I had it off, I would have been more intentional. That being said, I want to go back to that same like Hispa that I had um, right after everything was happening during the pandemic when I was just like, but I felt so attacked as a black person and under like such scrutiny mm. that I was like leaning into it. And I'm wondering if that's why, because currently in this environment, I don't feel that as much. If that's why I just kind of was like, happy Juneteenth. Bye. <laughs> Eureka, um, what was your experience with Juneteenth like this year and compared to past years? Well, last year probably was the first year I ever, well, not not the first year. Last year was the first and only year I really celebrated Juneteenth um, in any fashion. Uh, You know, you guys hosted a lovely cookout and gathering of friends. So that was great. Um, This year, Girl, I can't even recall what happened on Juneteenth. I was off, praise the Lord, but what I was off doing, I don't know, celebrating my freedom, I guess. So uh, 
that is what I did on Juneteenth this year. I don't even recall what it was, but uh, I mean, probably wasn't much of nothing. But so that was, you know what? I'm grateful to for to have it off. And I liked, I, I remember we were talking about it and you were like, you know what? From now on, I think I'm going to take it off. And if I get another job that I don't have it off, you know what? I think I will too. I don't, I don't forgot that I said that, but I definitely need to do that in the future. Amen. Because that's why we have days off and I'm going to take it. And I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a sick day. It's not vacation. <laughs> okay. Because I'm sick of the oppression. Okay. <laughs> I'm sick of the lack I of love it. <laughs> And that. um, that's just going to be the vibe. So listeners, hold me to it. I'm going to hold myself to that. I hope I keep this same energy. I don't know what the future holds. I thank God every day that I get to wake up and live this life that I live. And if I'm around oh. to be there next year, I will definitely be cough, cough and at the <laughs> parades or wherever else. And even if there's no parade or something that day, I think I might just do something to give back to the community because mm. I saw a lot of great post about Juneteenth like being together and for me mm -hmm. especially being together within the culture um, especially when I consider the beautiful diversity within the culture and fighting negative stereotypes so I could see myself well it's summer so I can't go to like a school in a district that is like mainly African-American but I could see myself volunteering at like a community center or going to well hey most black businesses were closed, to be honest. So I, I was just going to say, did you find a black business that yeah, was open? It's like, you know, uh, actually, our, my friend AJ was like, you know, what is Doug doing for you for Juneteenth? Y'all know AJ. AJ's the white man who's been on the podcast. So leave it, leave it to them to hold each other accountable. And I was like, you know what, AJ, you're absolutely right. So I Snapchat my husband. And I was like, babe, what are you doing for me? He's like, you know, you're right. Let's go to Cheesecake factory he knows i love cheesecake factory but here's the thing it's juneteenth we can't just be giving our dollar to the white man on juneteenth so i was like babe the least we can do is go to a black owned restaurant cool he spent so much time looking and i know he looked because he sent me like lists and they were all closed and then he said i guess they want this day off too <laughs> so this sounds terrible and it's not politically correct, but we did. I said, well, at least let me eat something that reminds me of like my culture. Um, and when I say my, I mean my family. I am not saying all Black people eat like this. I'm saying in the Black family I grew up in, we loved a collard green. We loved a mac. We loved some type of meat mm. that had a lot of fat in it and flavor. So we ended up going to uh, the barbecue place. and I got cornbread and greens. <laughs> this is horrible. This is so disrespectful. Because Juneteenth is more is about more than a meal. It's about freedom. it is. Um, but if I, this is how you want to celebrate your freedom, you're free to do as such. So and I am pretty sure Mission Barbecue is not black owned. But that's what we did. <laughs> And I even said to Doug, like, just because these places are closed, like, doesn't mean the day before or the day, even like tomorrow, mm. like the next day, we can still run into a black business and just say, hey, you know, yeah, we ate dinner, but here's what it would cost for the two of us to eat. We just think, thank you for what you're doing in our community, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was our Juneteenth, Sharika. <laughs> 
Do you feel like this year you were less tuned in for reasons that you can speak on than last year? Or you just it's just the way that the cookie crumbled? I think that I wouldn't say it was, I don't know. I think maybe it's, I mean, I guess this is bad, but I guess because I was like, oh, no one's doing anything. And I didn't really, I was, I guess I will say I was lazy. I didn't even think to look around and see, I'm not, you know, when I'm, I'm a, I realize that as much as I, people think I'm a, a um, extrovert and I think I do have a lot of extroverted tendencies. I think there's a lot of introverted tendencies for me too. And I'm also, a, I love to stay home type of girl. So I don't necessarily always look for opportunities to go out and do things. So that it didn't even cross my mind because that's just not even what I do. Um, and so maybe I need to be, this reminds me that I need to be more intentional and look around and, you know, you know, make an effort. I just didn't make an effort this year and I feel bad now. That's okay, friend. We live, we learn. Um, EB, mm-hmm. what's up? What's your tip? And tell us, how is your Juneteenth? Man, things are, I would say, good on my end. If I would have had to give a tip, it's literally this Florida weather right now where it's in the mid to high 90s and it feels like the low 100s, um, mainly because I have the joy most times or most throughout the day of dealing with over 200 or so people aging from seven to 17, but also dealing with about a hundred or so um, typically teens and young adults who I have the opportunity, what I would consider babysitting throughout the summer for six weeks. And some of them um, get on my nerves, just like the sun gets on my nerves. And y'all know I love the sun, but there's levels to Florida heat and Mm. that irritation comes rather quickly. So I'm learning to be, gracious in my approach and being patient and make sure I'm not allowing my emotions to get the best of me. Actually getting the opportunity to teach a group of kids this week at camp what it means to be emotionally intelligent and what that Mm. looks like to be analytical and strategic in your planning of your life, how you deal in your relationships with your family and your friends and at work and your performance and not just allowing your emotions to get just, I don't know, the best of you in a sense. But my Juneteenth was spent here at um, a place that you probably wouldn't see people celebrating Juneteenth in Stark, Florida. Uh, But it was camp and we were bringing in a group of kids um, to camp last week who were coming on to our camp to experience the love and the joy, what I would consider of God through acts and kindness or the hands and feet of his people. But we took a moment as a camp staff and a camp body to acknowledge what Juneteenth is. So that's super dope for us to do. We've been doing that the last few years as an organization and as a church of acknowledging that. It's also funny um, from an organizational standpoint to see how some people respond to certain things, but many of them definitely take that day off. And so some people had no clue what Juneteenth was on our staff. And I said, looking at some of them because of their lack of melanin, for me to be able to break it down for some people, it's literally, I say, Juneteenth is Black people's July 4th. That was the easiest way that I could try to convey that message. Not saying that Black people won't celebrate July 4th, because you'll have a lot of people come next month, they'll be celebrating, they'll have their barbecues, they'll have their fun time, they'll have their fireworks. Um, But everybody, in a sense, wasn't necessarily free at the same time. So I celebrated it here at camp, dealing with kids, dealing with staff members, and trying to be at peace as best as possible. 
So Evie, when you mentioned the fireworks, I know camp does a really good job of that for July 4th. And I guess Sharika, you can answer this too. What does a Juneteenth big celebration look like? Like July 4th has a firework. I told Sharika earlier, Evie, we can't reduce Juneteenth to food, which is what Doug and I ended up doing this year. <laughs> Just had a bomb meal. But like, you know, what is the thing that you would, you all would say like, this makes Juneteenth? Is it the line dance in the, you know, grass at the end of the barbecue? Is it, what is it? Yeah, so I know you said don't reduce it to food and I'll let Sharika follow up with her response. But I think just... Black people getting together and having a barbecue is probably the closest this is going to get to any July 4th celebration. One, because most people, right, I don't know, and everybody's family is different. My family, we would buy some fireworks, but fireworks wasn't a thing, whether it was Juneteenth or for July 4th. But it was more so we're going to look at the neighbors because they got the money to blow it on those type of things. Um, because of just the economic structure of our world, you don't really have too many People with melanated skin buying a whole bunch of fireworks and having crazy celebrations to acknowledge certain things. So I think people just getting together and informing or educating others is, I think, the start. Uh, now, what it, what I would want it to look like um, five, 10 years from now, I would hope, um, just because I've seen it a big deal within the NBA of how they protest and how they do things together. Um, I saw a couple players saying they should extend either the NBA season, kind of delay the NBA season for the finals to happen during Juneteenth week to pay more homage to our brothers and sisters, our ancestors who made the sacrifice of being essentially slaves um, in our world. So um, I would want it to be on a grander scale where everybody is forced in a sense to acknowledge it outside of kind of getting to that point of it being recognized as a federal holiday now. Love it. Sharika? So for me, I, I sadly enough, the first thing that did come to my mind was food and gathering together and, and just enjoying uh, the sweet things of life, like, you know, just loved ones and that kind of stuff. But um, I know we talked about this in the past uh, on past episodes about, you know, things that you can do. And I think um going forward maybe something I, I would love to do the food and the gathering and all that fun stuff but also maybe around that time if if not that day you know coming up with some some type of way to be of service or to give back or to support um something whether it's you know a business of color or uh young children of color or something so finding some way to do something to be of an impact and and a good citizen and um, give back in some way. I love that. I wish in my mind that there was like an award or something associated with it that the whole community could gather around. Maybe it's called a freedom award. And it's just like a person who's really excelled within the community with their efforts to give back in some type of service. Um, but then I'm like, well, people, the whole thing was like, people were free from being slaves. So do you really want to award people for working in the community? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I am excited to see how it continues to develop over the next couple of years. And I know that I will definitely work hard to uh, keep it at the forefront of my mind and in my efforts. And it's not like a last minute, oh, it's Juneteenth. What are we, what are we going to do today? That being said, how are y'all feeling about July 4th? 
I know EB's at camp, so that was always a good time. We got like hot dogs for the kids and fireworks and popsicles. Sharika, do you tend to go out or stay at home and catch what you can? Um, I ideally what I would love to do is be at a cookout. Um, and uh, sometimes like when I was with my mom, we would go look at fireworks and or go like with my family. But now I just want to be home. I wish I was like some places I've lived, I can see fireworks from my home. And by that point, that's ideal. Or, I mean, I've been at camp with fireworks. That's good. I don't know why, but I just have a little anxiety sometimes when it comes to holidays where people like to drink and turn up and I don't really like to be on the road. So like 4th of July, New Year's, even when I remember when, um, <laughs> when we had the Super Bowl here in, in, in Tampa, like those, I don't like to be out those nights. I will, but I do always feel a little uncomfortable. So I like by the, when it gets real late, I like to be home just so I'm, you know, not trying to be, you know, dodging people on the roads at that time. So ideally I'd like to do a lunchtime daytime cookout and be back in my home earlier in the evening and see if I can see some fireworks from my home. But if not, I will you usually can hear them. And that's good enough for me. I'll be at camp and Sabrina, you alluded to a little bit of it. This year we are trying something different. Um, because that week we have what we would consider team camp. So you have about 225, 13 to 17-year-olds. And then we also have a camp called Junior Conservatory where we have a group of young musicians and young artists age 7 to 12 or 7 to 11. And it's about 60 of them this year, which is kind of, you know, steep to have that many, you know, young people who are away from home for about two weeks or so because they'll be here for that week of July 4th and then here the following week for another camp, um, which just is a lot of kids on camp. So you're talking almost a little under 300 of just campers. And then of course, hundred or so staff members that I mentioned earlier, and we're going to have kind of shift our programming for July 4th for a little bit as far as scheduling. And then our dinner, the ideal is for our dinner to be um, weather, weather permitting to be an outside barbecue of hot dogs, hamburgers, ribs, you know, the nine yards of our of catering yeah. companies on top of a cook outside in this what we call a unique area called the yard now where there's like string lights and comf uh, I won't say comfortable, but like, um, I forgot the word, uh, crazy little lawn chairs. Cause it's a word for it. If I, cause somebody else. Adirondack? There we go. Know. That word right oh, there. Oh, good. It was, that's a name that came yes. in my mind. Yes. I was like, that's what came in. I didn't many, know if it was right or yeah. not. We got like 80 or so of those chairs and then your normal folding chair that you'll probably take to the beach or to lay um, lounging by the pool going to give people the opportunity to swim during that time because it's right next to the pool where it be and then that'll kind of be our evening of just settling and chilling and relaxing which is also funny because it's like we did that for that but we didn't do that for Juneteenth but it is what it is I understand mm. the culture and the world that I live in and then from there we'll have a um just a solid fireworks show that is usually always on point with kind of music playing some of the musicians or our talented musicians and leaders will kind of play um, the Star Spangled Banner, if I'm not mistaken, or America the Beautiful, one of those songs to start us off. And then fireworks will go and then that'll kind of be um, the night. And of course, you know, you reflect on the freedom that we have in this country for some people and some will think for all people. Uh, but we also most importantly think about the freedom that we have to live our life because of the sacrifice made by Jesus. So that's kind of the ending of it all that we try to lead Amen. with. 
our young people and our kids to say, you know, yeah, we brag about this one as a country a lot, but there's none greater than the sacrifice made by Jesus. And it's not to diminish our men and women who have fought for this country um, or who continue to fight for this country in different parts of our world today. But it also to just be realistic of the one who, you know, controls the world that we say we're fighting for. I was talking so much and you think <laughs> working remotely, I would understand how to unmute myself. And still to this day at this big age of 35, Sabrina, are you there? Is I here? Much too often. I was saying that I love that camp is going to make sure that we know the reason for the season. And it's always Jesus. And I would love like this spiritual, I, as a kid, I called it like, oh, Camp and youth councils, which was like a spring youth retreat. Those were my spiritual highs. I think as an adult, just walking with the Lord for so long. Um, it's not that I don't need those spiritual highs, but instead of like having these mountains and little valleys, there's just like more consistency. So maybe like more of the plain relationship with the Lord. But that would have got me on the um, July 4th with a little twist now. Like, hey, there's somebody else. There's another reason that we've been set free. I loved it as a kid growing up. Always would do the face paint and the patriotic songs. Um, We had an old airport ground in Rocky Mount. And like literally because it's such a small town, the whole town would go there and they would do fireworks. But then throughout the day, they have like hot dogs and all the typical things. And Sharika, I'm going to have to run it back. I'm going to have to do a take back because when we were talking about Juneteenth, I was like, oh, you know, not to make it about food. But you're right. Like there's nothing wrong with something being about food. Food is what gives us life. It sustains us. It brings joy. It's just great. So it's okay if Juneteenth is about having a really good time with a friend you love and great food. I'm all right with that. And 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 it's and I feel like it's that's part of like the fact June and summer and doing all that gathering together. Um it it it's a it, it is I think that's part of Juneteenth is like being able to get, be together and however you like to get together. Some people like to get get together and do games or activities or um, uh, like we talked about different um, giving back as a group. You might gather together and go do a, a service project or something. There's there's many ways to gather it. Exactly. I know uh, my husband and I, we can see the fireworks from our back patio across like Riverview and Brandon. So that's really nice. Um, but if you live in the Tampa area, you can go downtown and go to the top floor of any of the, uh, not apartments, any of the hotels. You don't have to stay there and just be like in the lobby area. We did that one year for New Year's and just sat there and we could see fireworks for miles. And then we just got in our car and drove home. <laughs> There you so go. there's some options uh, for that. But speaking of freedom and the state of this beautiful country we live in, we have not talked about this. And so I am interested to hear y'all's opinion on the pod about the first president in American history who's been indicted on felony charges for federal crimes 
former president <laughs> Donald Trump. I have listened to the entire indictment. And if you're like, listen to it, you're supposed to read it. The podcast that I have suggested and I recommend, they have an episode where they simply read the whole thing. It's kind of a dramatic reading, which I like. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, what are your opinions, Sharika and EB on this crazy? And I know he has several cases pending. Uh, we know he was found guilty for the sexual assault of, um, oh, I feel bad. I don't forgot her name. The, uh, the young lady he claimed he never knew that he was in a picture with and he mis mistook for his ex-wife, one of his ex-wives. Uh, oh. This is for him holding on to the papers. And I will share my opinion, but I want to hear y'all's first. Um, my opinion is, it, it, it's okay, I feel weird because I don't, I don't, I feel like it shouldn't have happened in the sense of, I just never really felt like he should have been present in the first place. So you get what you get when you get him. So um, my thing is, I just wonder, I really am just wanting to see the outcome. That's where I'm at. I know what is, I want to see him pay, but I just never, I just don't believe he will. I just don't believe he will. He's been Teflon through this whole thing with everything else. I just see him skating through again. I don't know. I, I because it just I don't know. I just don't have high hopes. So I would say I kinda agree with you, Sharika, um, as far as having high hopes, but I usually don't have high hopes when it comes to our judicial system. But mm. for some reason, um, I wanna say these I don't know if it's 25 or 30 and somewhere around there. I think different um, charges or counts against him and how he just is kind of like all over the place where something has to sit. Now, what that outcome would be, whether that be jail time or whether that be a, a large fine or whether that be a, um, a seizing of properties and or businesses, that is yet to be determined. But for me, when I look at his indictment, I'm like, it's funny that people who, I guess you can say, thought that he could never do anything wrong are kind of like backpedaling. I think that's the thing that's been more most interesting to me of like kind of like what some would consider his ride or die, his corner mates, um, or in some cases, his cellmates in the future probably, mm. um, are just kind of like, dang, we really was out here wilding. Um, and then for him to kind of feel on some edge, especially on some of the stuff that either been sent out through transcriptions or some of his later phone calls within his presidency that um, kind of becomes public knowledge, so to speak, because it's all public records as long as you're asking for it in a proper way. Like there's protocols for those things and him trying to figure out what he can and can't get away with. Um, so all of that has was always like fishy to me. And I, I just hope that justice is served, just like I hope justice is served in every other situation that we deal with within this country, um, especially if we continue to brag and be at the top of the hill of saying this is the greatest country in the world. When you have inconsistency in a judicial system or you have a person like the president or former president um, taking classified documents or sharing them or having no sense of secure, I guess, measures to protect these documents. It's like some you gotta be held accountable. And I think the person that Sabrina was talking about was Stormy Daniels, 
But when you got to like pay off people or figure out how can you swindle money to one person to another person to get it to that person so they can kind of get paid hush money. It's like when you got to go through all that, like you got to be held accountable for your actions. And I hope that that happens. You, EB, do you think that those people really are like, oh, wow, I could I, I now see it? Or do you really think that they saw what they saw because it 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 was beneficial to them when it was beneficial to them? And now that it's not now they have eyes. Nah, so I think I think in that moment, sometimes just naturally, right? Like not everybody, but for some people, when mom or dad tells you something, and I'm not saying Trump was their daddy, but that's how some of them treated him. Like they felt like what he said was law. They trusted him that much. And then when it got to the point where, oh snap, the CIA is part of this. Oh snap, the Pentagon knows stuff. Oh snap, NSA knows stuff. Oh snap, this department or this, this, that, the FBI, you know, and it's like, oh my goodness, like we were just kind of we were blind. Like, you know, it talks about scripture in a sense being led. You know, the blind leading the blind, not specifically in that context, mm. but you just going astray from the truth. Like scripture talks directly about that. So I just think they were just naive to the fact of someone in power, which we see that often where, you know, people in power, they find a way to use their platform to be abusive in nature. And then for some of them, they're also watching their peers get either demoted or get ridiculed or get harassed or get humiliated or get fired um, for being in disagreement. And not everybody has the sense of boldness to challenge authority. Um, I pride myself in having yeah. that sense yeah, of boldness sure. at times. And other times, I kind of just not necessarily sweep it under the rug, but I'm like, this doesn't necessarily impact me, so I don't care. And that's not helpful. That's not helpful as an individual. That's not helpful as a believer. That's not helpful as a Haitian. That's not helpful as an American citizen. Like when you see people hurting, like there's so many, I guess, underlying factors. Like as a person, I should be willing to help those who can't help themselves. As a believer in Christ, I should be willing to speak for the speechless or give a sense of hope to the hopeless like i can't let people be vulnerable as a haitian like we talk about it on days where we celebrate you know haitian independence or haitian flag days or stuff like that but like you're talking about the first you know independent or black um black independent country who fought themselves off from a slave rebellion so for me as a believer of Jesus' blood and as a haitian in my parents and grandparents and great-grandparents blood like i have this duty to speak um, out for others, but everybody don't have that sense of urgency or that sense of courage or boldness to do that. And I think some of them definitely, when you lose that power, right, he's no longer the president. They don't have that person on their side no more. So now it's like, I have a lot to lose within myself. And that's why I believe the same way whoever, however long ago wrote, um, I forgot after which president, but after they ratified whatever amendment or constitution or other bill of rights, wherever it was at, to have eight year terms for a presidency, I think we should be in that same boat of anywhere between eight to twelve for Senate um, senators and House representatives and just yes. government officials as a whole. Like I feel like you should be shifting into another role. But like when we continue to hear mm. this person been in the government since 1960 or 1970, and like, and I'm not saying in the government as a whole, but like I should not be able to be a congressman for 30, 40, 50 years. Like that's okay. Like you get that term of career politician, and when you start looking at people's track records, either one or two things happen. You know, one, after a while, you begin to do nothing but terrible things. And we've seen Trump track record before he was a president. I still don't know how he got elected, but that's a story for a different day. Um, I know some people say they chose the lesser of two evils. I would love to have an in-person or a Zoom or a Teams conversation with you on what did you see that made him better than um, who he went against the first time in Hillary Clinton. Like, I would just, I would love to hear that because I, I see it from memes and stuff like that or comments. But I, I don't think I've ever heard somebody who I know personally verbalize that. Um, and I know some people talk about certain 
discrepancies of what they would believe is a believer or not. And that's also just wild to me because I can tell you for EB, there is no political party that aligns with scripture. For mm. EB, there is no political party that aligns with scripture. And I'll say it one more time, for EB, there's no political party that aligns with scripture. If you disagree, um, please, please reach out to me. I'm on all major social media outlets. Most of you, it wouldn't be hard for you to get my phone number. Um, but I would I, like, I get, it irks me when I hear people say, well, they're more like Christians than no, they're not. They're both terrible. Both parties are terrible when it comes to mm. biblical principles and biblical foundations. Um, and I would hope people just try to find a way to be clear with that. And I'm not telling you not to vote, not to go against the Bible or go with a political party, but I'm saying don't use that as your foundation of why you go a certain way. Um, but I hope Trump is held accountable, just like I hope every other politician or former president is held accountable for their actions. Well, 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 two things just right off the top. The crazy thing being, I wasn't talking about Stormy Daniels. I was talking about Jean Carroll, yet another person Trump has had some sexual dalliances with and he <laughs> had to be found accountable for. Uh, she said that he raped her and then he defamed her by saying he didn't even recognize her and she wasn't his type and he was found guilty. So let's just say that it was not a criminal case. It was a civil case. So he has to pay more than $5 million in damages. So that's one of his many cases. They also have a case pending against him in Georgia. They also have another case pending against him in New York for different things. We're talking about specifically the documents that he took from the White House, where every president when they first get out, they do have two years to go through the documents and make sure they don't have things that are classified or things they should no longer um, have. Because sometimes papers do get mixed up. The difference between Trump and other presidents is that when they asked Trump to give the papers back, he not only said no, uh, he not only lied and told his staff, his attorneys to lie and be like, can't you just tell him we gave him back even though we didn't? He then moved them to places where he was hoping the federal government couldn't find him. Now, Jack Smith, I don't really care what you look like. I don't know you very well, but I have the biggest crush on you because the way he opened this indictment, not with his own words, but with Trump's. There's nothing mm. better than getting somebody with their own words. Back when Trump was president, and you know who he uh, preceded, uh, who, who he came after, Trump said his own words that the person who takes the documents from the White House, you know he's trying to come from Obama, you know, like the person who does this should be prosecuted to the highest form of the law. They should be <laughs> held accountable. There's no reason that they should have this. This is America's safety and blah, blah, blah. And guess what? We mm -hmm. agree with you, Trump. And so does Jack Smith. He started that <laughs> thing with his words, day and time. I said, well, let me get some popcorn because this is about to be good. <laughs> I'm telling you, listening to that indictment, whoo, now you know I love to read, but listening to it was so juicy. So we start there and then it's just so clear. You know, they are trying to protect the innocent. They say things like Trump staff member one or attorney one. When Trump is saying things like, well, you know, with Hillary, the reason she didn't get in trouble is because, you know, one of her staff members said he deleted the email. So, so maybe, you know, I'm just saying what he did was a great thing. That was a beautiful thing. Trying to get one of those people to take the fall for him. And you know what they did? They went right to the federal government and said, this is what he's saying. <laughs> uh, the other 
person who's being indicted with him was the person who was moving the boxes for Trump and then told the federal government he knew nothing about the boxes. He never moved them. Okay, part of me feels for Trump. And this is crazy that I would because I'm like, you know, what he did was stupid and dumb, but I don't think he is a minute. Like, I don't think he was going to do something with this to like hurt America. I think he's just super prideful. You know, he's flying too close to the sun and he just wanted to keep the documents because he wanted to be able to say he has this confidential stuff. But that's also wildly dangerous, especially when he was showing papers to like Kid Rock, a country or a rock musician, and to just people who are writing a book like, sir, this is the thing that you said a couple of years ago when you were president, like, no, this is this is people's lives. These are other countries that we have dealings with, and they expect this information to be kept confidential. And you're out here being Trump with it. So the other part of me is like, you know what? It's about time you get your medicine, right? Mm -hmm. Because you've been sick with not being held accountable for so many different things, as Sharika and Ebio said. And if it, you have to be held accountable because you didn't give some papers back, if this is the thing, then guess what? This is the thing. We have you on Kate, Shaggy. It was you. <laughs> we caught you on camera. It was you. We saw the boxes in the shower. It was you. And now it's time to pay up. It's due. So I can't wait to see how this plays out. I am um, interested in how the federal government is going about this because, you know, Trump will get on true social and this and that and say, oh, they're treating they're treating me so unfairly and this and that. But they're actually treating him like they treat most white men when they go to the courts. And that is blessed and highly favored. Most people who are charged with this, they take your passport. They say you can't leave the state, let alone the country. These are all things that they said, no, he can keep his passport. He can leave the country. He can do whatever. And that wouldn't happen to the average Joe Trump. So At let's all. just be honest. You are being treated very well. And you also got a judge who we already know favors you because she was mm -hmm. held accountable for a case, uh, something that went up before them and she handled it terribly wrong, but the law was the law. They only had so many judges they could choose from for that county where the crime was committed. It's kind of like a lottery situation and it all depends on the judge's schedule. So we got stuck with the judge who was a huge Trump supporter and who has already mishandled a former case that had to do with Trump. So I don't love that, but hopefully she'll just remember, you know, the oath that she took and she'll look at the stone cold evidence. He's also been saying that Biden's persecuting him. And guess what? Biden doesn't have anything to do with going over there in that County. Biden didn't tell you to hide those boxes. That was you on the tape, sir. That was you. <laughs> so let's like keep Biden out. Biden's out here just trying to walk from point A to point B. Okay. Without without stumbling. I know. I'm like, please leave Biden alone. He's just over here minding his own thing so i am enjoying just once again not that this is the first time by the way as evie said there were many reasons from the very beginning trump has the craziest thing about trump is that he has never hid who he is mm -hmm. we have known from the very beginning and some of us from the very beginning were like uh yeah we see who you are and it's a no for me dog Others mm -hmm. of us had all these reasons, all these things you want to pack and play and all this. 
And remember, you voted for the one who ended up going to jail. Let's just keep it at that. Okay. So, <laughs> that is how I actually feel about it. I feel great. I feel excited because I'm like, let's just keep this accountability rolling. I would, we, Sharika and I talked about this last episode, Evie. I want that type of accountability in my own life. And I am like with liberty and justice, <laughs> justice for all. Happy flipping Fourth of July, Trump. Let's go. <laughs> I I I hope it to be true. I just I would I want to see how it all turns out. I, I I want him to get his comeuppance. I I because like you said, it we get him because of people who never who always feel like they're above the law we get people like him because they feel like they're above the law and it's time for them those same people that was talking about the law and how anyway i'm not even going to go into it anyway we're not going down that road but it's time for him to 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 get the medicine that he said was that the other one deserved it's not time for him to take it (laughs) His, but I don't even it's know. like um oh it's like Haman when he wanted to put Mordecai on the pole and they were, and then the king was like uh, oh that same pole you 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 wanted to make for him how about you get on there exactly. well not get on there but be put on there I love that EB said that you know he sees people walking back because I haven't seen that and I've actually been kind of discouraged like even with this evidence stone call they're like it's a stone call stone cold they're like it's a witch hunt it's this like when are you just Mm -hmm. gonna hold this man accountable what it's wild 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 i already Um, already i didn't believe they i just did i haven't seen anybody walking it back and and that's why i'm like and those who do i'm like you're it's this is only because it serves you now but i just believe for most people they don't they didn't care and they don't care and it doesn't matter what that man does they will go and they will rock with him to the end of time. Well, he said he could shoot somebody in the street. I'm yep. like, are we going to get to that point? And then what's their excuse going to be? Well, that person shouldn't have been in the street. Like what? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, before we move to our scripture, EBD, have any bookends for that? Or we said what we said and we're, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I think we'll just see how it plays out. Um, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of food and the importance of it. This wasn't going to be the one I chose, but because of the way that our conversation went, I want to take us back to 1 Samuel chapter 14 verses 24 through 30. Now, there's a lot of war in the Old Testament, like a lot, especially uh, when the Israelites, you know, they have come to the place that is going to be the promised land, but it's not like just an empty space. Like people are already there. They kind of Christopher Columbus, the whole deal, but you know, it was God ordained. So uh, they're in the thick of that and they're in in wartime and Saul is still king. And remember Saul had many children, but the one we know most is his son, Jonathan. And we're starting in verse 24, where it says Saul did something really foolish that day. He addressed the whole army, a curse on the man who eats anything before evening, before I wreaked vengeance on my enemies. None of them ate a thing all day. There were honeycombs here and there in the fields, but no one so much as put his finger in the honey to taste it. For the soldiers 
to, to a man feared the curse. But Jonathan hadn't heard his father put the army under oath. He stuck the tip of his staff into some honey and ate it. Refreshed, his eyes lit up with a renewed vigor. A soldier spoke up. Your father has put the army under solemn oath, saying, a curse on the man who eats anything before evening. No wonder the soldiers are drooping. Jonathan said, my father has imperiled the whole country. Just look at how quickly my energy has returned since I ate a little of this honey. It would have been a lot better, believe me, if the soldiers had eaten their fill of whatever they took from the enemy. Who knows how much worse we could have whipped them. I just mm. found that hilarious that Saul, he had an attitude. So he was like, nobody's going to eat. And then you really expect the soldiers to be hype. I mean, they still won, but everybody was tired. They were so tired that they didn't mind calling out the king's own son. They saw Jonathan get that honey and they were like, wait, wait, not fair. Um, your father said nobody can eat. And Jonathan was like, do you <laughs> see how revived I am? Do you see how great I'm feeling? Listen, not only will I be eating, all of us should eat and should have eaten because we would have done a lot better today. And that just goes back to Sharika and Evie's point where, hey, celebrate the celebrations with the good food and Juneteenth is the barbecues for me. EB, what are you expounding on today? Um, I'm not going to keep too much. I'm not going to spend too much time on the expounding, but I think one of the funniest things that I've been seeing recently, and it's funny, but it also leans towards being very, very sad and defeating at times. And it's just the repetitive gaffes of our president, Joe Biden. My dog was trying to talk about oh, Russia the no. other day, and he said Russia. He said he was said Russia was in a war with Iraq, and then called himself, and then after was like, oh, or, or is it Ukraine? And I don't know if he was trying to be funny, but he looked like he was dead serious. And I was like, I know sometimes they do. I won't say jokes, but you know, you can play with the teleprompters, mm. and you can do certain things to have a sense of humor to engage the crowd. And I'm like, bro, he too, he too out of it for him to be one of those people. Um, trying to play yeah. jokes um, especially in today's world where you know he's one of the top three candidates that we have going into 2024 and that's why uh, I mean. um but yeah. all I can say is for those of you who are out there continue to stay hydrated continue to do things that keeps your brain flowing but the games like Sudoku word search brain games about that. to stay focused because that's what you need to do. I don't know if it's the heat. I don't know if he didn't play enough brain games and he was too focused on writing laws that impacted melanated people uh, back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. But right. he, yeah, he needed to do something. Um, and we need another candidate because him, DeSantis, mm -hmm. Trump, they looking like, well, I don't know. I guess not really DeSantis because he kind of like the bottom of the barrel. Um, as far as the polls, and I know polls don't mean anything to everybody, but yeah, just drink your water, stay hydrated, keep your brain activity flowing. Yeah, it's crazy that there is a time that I cried tears of joy listening to Biden's like acceptance speech. And I'm like, Biden, come on. <laughs> Are you going to make it, friend? <laughs> okay, that's the Ooh, question. But by God's grace, I have had so much less stress. So I'm like, if you got a gas, if you need a cane, you just you <laughs> walk your, you walk it out. So, uh, okay, of course, my recommends for today is the full indictment being read uh, on that podcast. I love prosecuting Donald Trump. Remember, just because it's named that doesn't mean that it is uh, leaning more to one side or the other. It's just two lawyers being geeking out about the law and explaining the situation that we're in and how the processes go for each case that is up against Trump. So 
listen to the full indictment or read it if you haven't already. Sharika, EB, what are y'all recommending? Um, I am recommending something that, you know, y'all know I don't do this very often, but this is what I'm going to do. This I don't get out into the nature very often because I don't like the bugs. I don't like the heat. I don't like the outdoors. But what I am recommending is an outdoor activity. Um, this summer I said I'm gonna get to the beach a little more. Um I don't I, I told y'all before that I'm a water girl. Water just does something for me. And you might not be near a beach, but I want you to visit a body of water, whether it's a lake or stream, and just the sounds of it, just connecting with nature and specifically water is my recommend. Love it. My recommend is for you, no matter where you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what your income is, take a vacation. Yes. Please, please, please take a vacation. Now, typically when I say a vacation, I mean literally um, going on a trip somewhere, whether that be by vehicle, by vehicle, as far as, you know, you driving or riding or a bus or getting on a plane or hopping on a cruise, but getting away from your hometown, doing something new, trying new food, experiencing life and making memories with either yourself, right? Nothing wrong with that. Or making memories mm -hmm. with people who you love, who are around you. But I have a decent amount. I won't say I have a lot or many because I don't have a number on it, but I have a decent amount of peers of mine, associates, friends, childhood, people who I grew up with who don't know what life is. Why can I say that? Not saying they're not living a life, but life outside of home, so to speak. Mm. I post little Instagram stories or reels of my day at camp, just, you know, panning through what I get to do from time to time. And they are amazed, like, where are you at? That place looks fun. And I'm like, it actually is. You should probably send your kids next summer. It's the same thing I post about just about every year around March or April, send your kids to camp so you can have a week away from your children. And, you know, because <laughs> of the age range of six or seven to 17, just about every parent has that opportunity. And if your kids are older than that, you know, or if they're 15 and up, you can have them even work for us at this camp that I speak of. But I challenge people to make memories. Um, and I say that just because time and time again, especially for me, with people who I grew up with, I see time and time on social media, I see people who have um, basically just passed away, um, come to mm. an untimely demise at what some would consider a young age or a premature age of like, what is going on? Like they're in their low thirties or they're in their mid thirties or they're in their late thirties or they're in their twenties or their teens where they, you know, something tragic just happened to them. And it's just so unfortunate with so many people who don't get a chance to experience life outside of their hometown. So I just challenge you and my recommend is for you to take a vacation. If you're thinking about a place and you're thinking about what should you do or you want a short list, please message us a message us on Facebook or on the kickback on Instagram. I would love to give you ideas um, on various different types of budget from low to mid to high, however you want to spend. I Trust me, I would be able to find you um, a budget friendly option for you. If you don't even need my help, I can tell you, you can go to whatever city you want and put in things to do for free in Atlanta, things to do for free in Tampa, things to do for free in Dallas, things to do for free in Orlando, even, even if you wanted to go that route. Um, but mm -hmm. just find a way to enjoy yourself and take a vacation. Trust me, because if something were to happen to you, especially for those of us who are employed, if something were to happen to you, your HR department will be posting your job shortly, Whoop. shortly thereafter. Right. So 
Don't overwhelm yourself or overwork yourself, especially if you have PTO. And that PTO, for some, it means paid time off. But if you're in the social media world, you're on Instagram, it means prepare the others. Because I Okay. Because be <laughs> I'm ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm oh, out ooh, of ooh, office. I, I, oh. <laughs> I love prepare the others. I've never heard that. Yes. Yeah, prepare the others because I won't be <laughs> here. <laughs> no, that's right. My supervisor went to Italy, came back for four days, and he's leaving again tomorrow. He said, y'all got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As he should. As always, man, we bid you adieu. Ariva Durchi, all the good things. If life tries to knock you down, um, and if life don't, I'm pretty sure this heat currently is, especially. Okay. Um, I will say, let me close out with that. Not really. I was about to say shout out to the people in Texas. Not really shout out. I guess shout out to the people who still alive in Texas. But please, God, be with the people who lost loved ones due to um, basically the heat index or heat heat related deaths that have took place. And that's one of the reasons I told y'all to stay hydrated because some of that I think is naturally because people aren't staying hydrated or they're outdated. Now, now I don't know all the stories. Some of them might be were working and they couldn't have that or it might be old age. I don't know all the details. I think it was nine or 10 the last time I checked, but I was just like, mm. that just sucks. Like, I'm not saying it's an easy way to die, but like, just imagine like, that's the way you go out. Like you don't live your life and that's how, you know, life plays its course on you. So, um, our hearts and condolences go out to those individuals from the Kickback family to yours. If you listen, and if you don't, just be in prayer for those because I don't know how family could process that type of um, death or grief. But drink your water, and if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back. Until next time.